Welcome to Surviving 20s, a safe space for young adults in their 20s trying to survive. My name is Bria Alicia and I'm your host. Surviving 20s highlights the misfortunes and struggles that we all face in our 20s, whether that's navigating time management, adulting, love, life, family members, spirituality, sexuality, and much more. On the podcast, we have 20-somethings from all walks of life to highlight what they've been through and what they've truly survived. This is a podcast to let you know that you are not alone, and whatever you're going through, you will survive. Welcome back to another episode of Surviving 20s. I'm your host, Bria Alicia. Today on the show, we'll be discussing pregnancy in college. If you are new to the podcast, this podcast is dedicated to sharing unique stories by young adults in their 20s. Several weeks ago, maybe a month now, and I stumbled upon a young lady who made a video about how she saved her virginity until she got to college and ended up getting pregnant. If you are a current female college student or a college graduate, you already know the fears that are associated with getting pregnant in school. So many thoughts run through your head, like to keep the baby, not to keep the baby, to stay in school, to drop out, to remain in a relationship with the father of the child, or to co-parent, to be a single parent. It's so much going on. But today we are going to be asking those questions to our special guest, Janae. Welcome to the show. How are you? I am good. How are you? I am doing well, girl. I've been working, just been working, working, working. What about yourself? And I've been working also, just, you know, working, taking care of my baby, of course. True, true. So tell us about yourself. Tell us about your platform and all the things that you do. My name is Janae. Um, I'm 21 years old. I have a platform on my TikTok of about 20,000 followers, and I pretty much built that talking about my journey from becoming a young mother at 19 years old up until now. Um, As of right now, I am also a server. I work part-time and I also like to do graphic designs as like a side, just have more money coming in to support me and my baby. Okay, so what's your shameless plug? Okay, so my business, my Instagram name for my business is jcedited.me. And basically I do graphic work because I also have a YouTube. So what I do is I make my own banners and my own intros and I advertise that for other people. And I just, like, you know, let them know, like, I can make you a graphic um, edit, whatever you guys need. And I just take customers in that way. Okay, awesome. So what kind of inspired you to start your TikTok and talk about you being a mother? Because a lot of your TikToks, they're inspiring, but you also let people see a side that many mothers are not going to allow others to see. So what kind of inspired you? So what inspired me was, pretty much the fact that I didn't have that person to look at when I went through what I was going through. So I kind of want to be a source to young women and mothers who have their questions and have someone that they can't relate to, like I did, or like I did not, so that they can just, you know, reach out to me. And a lot of times I do have young mothers who are questioning themselves and if they want to be a mother, how to go about their route of um, pregnancy and everything like that, they reach out to me and you know, we just talk about it. I'm open to everything and everybody about my life and what I've gone through. So that's just why I like to do it now. Okay, that's that's really dope. What school did you attend? So I attended Western Michigan University, and I'm still technically attending, but I'm in the middle of transferring back closer to home due to the pandemic and everything. Okay, yeah, that that is a lot. Where are you originally from? I'm from Southfield, Michigan. 
Okay. Okay. So you from up north, child? I'm from the south. I don't know what you're talking about. So. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Cool. Cool. So, what was your major like? What What was your plans for college? Like, what did you see yourself doing? Did you see yourself pledging? Join an organization, girl? Give us the tea. Uh, okay. So, when I first went to college, I was just thinking like, I'm gonna go in here. I'm gonna be this lawyer. I'm gonna be this person that's like having fun on top of my game. And I wanted to, of course, pledge. I'm not going to be in the sorority at this point. So I want to be a Delta. Okay. I want to be on that. <laughs> but um, yeah. And then I ended up changing my major. So now I'm a pre-nursing student. I want to be a midwife one day. Okay. So that's kind of route that I'm taking now. But yeah, I want to go into being a lawyer and in the criminal justice field, but it just didn't work out that way. Yeah, I mean, being a lawyer is no joke. I mean, even a nurse. So like, shout out to you because we need nurses now, especially with the pandemic going on and everybody and their views. So shout out to you. But okay, so what kind of led to saving yourself or, you know, going into college and feeling the way that you felt about like sexuality? How was, how were your upbringing? Like, did, it, did that influence you to save um, yourself? So me and my household, we grew up on church. We go to church every Sunday. We still do. Um, both of my mom and my stepdad, they're ministers in the church. So I just always had this good girl image to just like stay a certain way and I just didn't I didn't want to lose my virginity until I felt like I was like ready so I just saved it until I got to college I felt like you know I got to college thinking I was grown so I wanted to do what grown people did and I was being a little too grown but that's just that's just my take on not wanting to lose my virginity before college I wanted to stay a high schooler and just wait till I felt ready. Do you think like growing up in like a Christian household that it kind of influenced your perception like of sex? Because I know a lot of people go to college and it's just like everything they were taught growing up. It's, it's not that it's not true. I wasn't prepared for all of this. Like I was just told to say no and everything right. would be okay. And it's like, no, that's not how that works. Right. So me and my family, you know, they will always tell me, well, basically the church in general, they would just tell young ladies like your body's temple, you have to save yourself for marriage, which I also I agree with that. But that's just not how it happened for myself. Yeah, like my mother, you know, she is very, very high up in in the church. So she would be the one to talk to me about how I should carry myself and who's worthy of my body, who's not worthy. And I tried to carry that up until um, college. Like I wanted to stay true to that. But um, no, I was being young and I just wanted to, I guess, I don't know, like life just ended up happening basically. Oh yeah. I mean, for all the young girls that are listening to this, um, that are in high school and you know, you're preparing for your freshman year, don't think that you have to come perfect. Not saying that you can just do whatever, but don't feel like you have to carry these expectations and these weights because life is going to happen. It's not a black and white. Some situations you could just be having fun and you may lead up to doing something that you may regret, but we you, you're going to make mistakes in college. That's not that's not something that anyone is exempt from it life is going to happen but it's how you you manage it once everything happened was it then that you got pregnant or were you continuing to be in a relationship and then eventually you found out you were pregnant how did everything um go 
So I lost my virginity my very first year of college, and I didn't get pregnant until the su- until the end of the summer, going into my sophomore year of college. Okay. So when I first lost it, I wasn't in a relationship or anything. Um, I had just became cool with somebody, and I chose to just lose it at that time. And then when I did conceive my baby, I was in a relationship. Okay. And what were your views? Like once you found out she was pregnant, like, did you tell your friends? Like what was going on through your, your mind? So when I, so first, before I even knew that I was pregnant, I had my feelings. And so I was like telling my two closest friends and I was just telling them like, I don't feel right. I feel different. I don't know what's going on with me. And I also told um, the father of my child too. I told him like, something's up like something's just something's just off and so um you know both of like all three of them pretty much told me to just like chill out relax see how things go and try to just tell me like I'm probably tripping like it's not a big deal but when you pregnant you know your body you know it's not acting how it was previously so I just knew like I gotta go see what's going on so yeah and then once it was confirmed, like, how did you, how did you even come to terms with you being pregnant? So when I came into terms with me being pregnant, of course, I was just really in shock. And before I knew, also before I knew I was pregnant, um, I was talking to my friends and they were just like, so if you are pregnant, then what are you like? What's your thoughts on it? How are you going to go about it? And so I would just tell them, I was trying to keep a poker face. I was trying to play it cool. I was just telling them, like, if I'm pregnant, then, you know, that's unfortunate. But I know, like, what I must do. And I know that it will be okay in the end because I know I have this plan B. Like, a not plan B because I didn't take a plan B, but, like, a plan B as in, like, you can fall back on this plan and just make everything just go back to how they were before. And so... When I did find out, I was just, all of that just went out the window. I didn't know what the heck to think. I didn't know, like, who to turn to. I just was just sitting there like, dang, like, I'm really pregnant. And then, of course, when you're pregnant, you know you have to make an ultimate decision. Like, are you going to go through with it or are you not going to? And so it's easy to say, like, oh, yeah, I'm going to get an abortion, Um like, it's easy to say that before you're actually pregnant. Like, when you're actually pregnant and you have to make that decision, that's when everything kind of, like, takes a turn and a toll on you. So okay. I was I was really shocked to hear that I was pregnant and just I felt lost at that point. When did you tell your parents? So I told my mom, I want to say I told her a day or two later after I found out that I was pregnant. And my dad, I told him... It had to have been weeks after. I don't remember how many. Um, I want to say two to three weeks after I found out. That's when he found out. And like you said, growing up in the church, it had to have an image. How did that affect your relationship with the church? So me being the church girl um, at school, really, I don't know. So when I did tell my mom, I told her, like, I'm afraid to keep the baby because I'm also afraid of who's back at home, who will judge me for not being the Christian girl that I've always been in the church and being the, cause I was the only girl that I knew of in this situation, um, in the church home. Yeah, I just, I was really worried about the opinions of others. I really felt like I needed to close myself off 
and just pretty much separate myself and the church. Like I shouldn't have felt like that, but that's how I felt like I needed to be. But I did have one friend, one church friend who was really involved. She's in her 20s also. And I just, you know, I, I went to her because she was who I could relate to as far as like age wise. And she's so high up in the church. And so she was just talking to me and just saying like, even though this has happened to you, you're going through this, like tough times don't last. And even though it's you in this situation, nobody in this church home should judge you because mm-hmm. people doing, you know, whatever they're doing their business. And just because they don't have the evidence to show it doesn't mean they should judge me for it. So I don't know. It was, it was something, it was okay. So for, I'll say now, like going to church and having my daughter on my hip, everybody in the church is just so welcoming. They're just, really supportive during the pandemic i didn't have a baby shower so on facebook we just like put up a um just a little post saying any monetary donation would help for my baby's arrival and pretty much the support of my church just went up like i had everything that i needed thanks to my church home so i thought that i would be judged for my actions but they really just supported me and they still do that's good um and i wish especially for black churches that we like we view church as a hospital because we're all doing things that we shouldn't do. A lot of us aren't getting caught. But at the end of the day, none of us are perfect. Like we're supposed to love each other. We're supposed to forgive and let people live their lives and we support them. I had a young lady on the show. I think last year she actually had an abortion and it was how she was going to go. She didn't know if she wanted to adopt, uh, give, give the baby up for adoption or abort the child. And like she was so ostracized from church. And it's just like how many relationships are ruined because of someone's decision or they slipped up when we're supposed to love them and not judge them. So I'm glad that now like you have a, a, a safe space within your church. And I pray that, you know, more women can have that. as well um so i know you said that you found out that at the end of the semester did you return back to that school or did you go to like a technical school in between or what was going on so what had happened um it was the end of the summer that i found out and so going into my sophomore year is when i found out that i was pregnant so what i did was i finished up my first semester in school because i you know I'm, i'm very little so you can't really see if I was having a baby bump at that stage. But um, at the end of that semester, it was about December-ish. So that's when I went home um, and I just continued school online from the school, from Western, the school that I was attending. And then I guess it was like perfect timing because that's when the pandemic had happened and all this sickness and all this other stuff. And so I was really just grateful to have my family and be in a safe environment while pregnant and also attending my classes as well so yeah okay awesome and with um the relationship of the father the child did you all just want it to be like hey it's better to co-parent so for me and the father um it was a really rocky stage between the two of us um we didn't know how to go about the situation and then I decided for myself that I wanted to go through with my pregnancy and um become a young mom like I was up for it. I had faith that I would be able to um, become a mom and, and support my child. 
So the two of us, um, I want to say it was like, for me, I was, I was willing to be a single mom, whether he wanted to co-parent with me or not. And so, um, as like going through my pregnancy stages, that's pretty much when I was just on my own, just, you know, tending to myself, being at school. And so he didn't really come into the picture until the baby, of course, like was until I gave birth to her. So nowadays, um, we do co-parent together. I'm still a single mom, but we do have our days when we come together and we just put her first and she gives both of our support and both of our love. So that's okay. what that's where we are today, yeah. Awesome. So what do you love most about being a mother? So I would this is a very hard question. So what <laughs> I love absolutely most about being a mom is just seeing her grow every single day. Like every day there is something new that she shows me. She shows me a new um like she just shows me she's capable of something that she wasn't the day before and I feel like that's just really amazing of her um like say for instance she says a new word um she's been walking but when she was starting to walk it was like oh my gosh she can walk now (laughs) um and then of course like the unconditional love like I've never had a love like the child that like the love that me and my child share um I just I really love that about it I really love that as a mother and I also really love like when you have a long day and you just you know had a bad day, whatever, you can come home and your baby just changes your whole entire mood. Like I love having that happy feeling in her if I don't have it anywhere else. So that's what I love about being a mom. That's dope. Even as a young mother, like you see so many young girls like, I wish I didn't have this baby or, you know, I'm just stressed. But for you to say like all those positive things about your daughter and it's like you're not missing out on anything because you're, you're right where you need to be with your child. That's great. Um, so what as a woman, what do you see? What area of growth did, do you have as a young woman from your daughter? So I would say the growth that I've witnessed in myself is that I don't need a man as much as I thought that I did. Literally just prospering and just doing what I need to um, for me and my daughter. And I really, like not to be conceited or anything, but I really admire that about myself. Like just pushing, even though when I feel like I have no more push to give, I don't have the choice. So I don't know, like it's very empowering to become a mom at this age and do what I'm doing. For myself, because 19-year-old me didn't think that I would be able to give to her that I'm giving to her. So, okay. Yeah. What advice would you have for young women um, going to school, currently in school, and they're thinking about engaging in sexual activity? What advice would you have for them? So, my advice would to be just take it slow, take it easy, have fun, but be safe while doing it. And um, I would say, like, be stingy with yourself. Like, it's okay to not want to sleep with this person and that person. And even if you are not a virgin, you can still save yourself for who you want to give yourself to. And, yeah, that's, that's pretty much what I would tell my own self, like my younger self, to just be calm and just away for who you really want to give yourself to. And also, like, when you're being active, like, think if 
think about can you see yourself with this person in the long run if you do end up becoming in a situation where you're pregnant like can you see yourself with them because that that plays a big role like who you sleep with and who you make a father of your child matters facts and i like what you said about um just because you're not a virgin that doesn't mean you have to um you don't have to save yourself i think a lot of girls you know they'll have sex and sometimes they have sex with multiple guys and they start to have low self-esteem and they don't value themselves and so they find themselves in predicaments or situations where they shouldn't be but they're just so low that they feel like that's what they deserve. And it's like, no, baby, you are still a prize. You're still more than loving you. You you deserve love without pain. You don't have to do any of that. You just have to wait. Yeah. So when you hear surviving 20s, what does that mean to you? So when I hear surviving 20s, what it means to me at this age, it just means like trying to stay afloat, um, trying to not, sink to the bottom I have to keep pushing myself for me and my daughter um it means to just make a way out of no way until you know I get to where I'm going basically um okay awesome and what are your social media handles again so my instagram is christina c-h-r-i-i-s-t-i-n-a underscore j-n my TikTok is the same, C-H-R-I-I-S-T-I-N-A dot J-N, and my YouTube is Janae Christina. All right. Well, it was a pleasure having you on the show, and girl, stay in your bag, because they man for you and your daughter, he gonna come, but girl, right now, get that money, okay? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening to this week's episode of Surviving 20s. As always, make sure to like, share, subscribe, and comment below. Bye, guys.